Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. If you follow her on Instagram, you will certainly know this voice. It's uncomfortable when someone follows you. It's uncomfortable. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, so far off. Yeah. What are you following me for? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable like this? Yes. Yeah, so go. Like, okay. what are you doing? Okay, what are you doing? So go. Okay. That's Kyla O'Connor or Kyla Cobbler uh, on Instagram. She's got 57,000 followers on the gram doing comedy and fashion and fun and just generally having a laugh all day every day uh, documenting on video her life in in Barcelona before that she was living in Milan and she did the very same there but that was an incident she put up on her gram of a guy who followed her on the way home he was on a bike she was walking home in Barcelona late at night he followed her Uh, He frightened the life out of her, even though you don't get the impression of it in that clip, but he did. He frightened the life out of her until somebody that she knows came to her rescue literally within yards of her home. And we we caught up last night and had a good chat about it. And she really is, she really is very shaken by it all. Kyla, good to catch up again. These days you live in in Barcelona. Yeah. Tell (laughs) me, were you going home from work or what were you doing? This guy followed you on a bike. Yeah, I was coming back. I'd finished work at 10 and then me and one of the girls just went out for a drink in a bar very close to my house, like literally about a 10 minute walk. And it was only about half one and I was walking back and I know I was actually doing Instagram stories and I noticed that there was this guy following me on a bike. But at that point, I was kind of on the main road. So I wasn't fearful. But then when I walked, like I took a turn to go up to my house where it's residential, not residential, but like you wouldn't be going up there if you didn't live there. Yeah. And I saw they kind of followed me and then I took a step back and turned the other way because there's two ways to go to see if he would continue following me. And then he did. Uh, and then, you know, when your heart starts beating and you're like, oh God, here we go. Uh, and then I confronted him. I was, I had my phone out. So then I started filming him and I was just like, do you like how this feels now to be watched like this? And then um, whenever I confronted him, I just told him to F off, whatever. And I was like, go away, leave me alone, leave me alone. Mm. And I kept filming him and then he just cycled off. But then when I put the phone down, I started walking towards my home and he cycled faster up towards me. And then I ran up the road because I live next to a church. I live in a, like a little square where there's a big church mm. and the lads that sleep outside the church, the homeless lads, they're lovely. Like, cause I see them, I see them every day. Like, you know what mm. I mean? So they saw me running and then one of them came out to help me and kind of pushed him on the bike and just told him to F off in Spanish. 
and uh, there was a little bit of a rough and a rough and not a rough and tumble, but like words exchanged. And yeah. then I just came into the house then, and I was making, I was documenting the whole thing, and I was like, oh my god, thanks so much to your man, and your man PJ as well would be considered we'll say and in the eyes of society and a standard thing you know like the homeless guy sleeping yeah. rough yeah, yeah. and he was the one that ended up being the gentleman do you know and being the kind of the more humane one out of uh, out of the two so then um, yeah but I got an awful fright like it's just so it's exhausting yeah did you make a police report yeah I went down after work because I was kind of like because I think as well as women we always have this sense of like I'm exaggerating or like because he didn't touch me he didn't do anything to me you yeah. know what I mean and you're always afraid like that you, you're kind of like, I, I don't know, because a lot of people don't get validated when these things happen to them. If it's not either like rape or just getting completely attacked, you know, people don't get validated or people are told, oh, you'll be silly. And I said that on my stories too, like I had had a few drinks. And my point is it doesn't matter if I'm drunk because any normal man wouldn't do anything anyway. Even yeah. if the person was absolutely langers with their skirt up around their neck. You know, any good person wouldn't hurt them because if someone's in a vulnerable position, you don't attack them because that's predatorial behavior. And I went to the police and I was actually really nervous about going to the police. And I was walking down with my friend and I was really upset all day, you know, because you know, I was just like, I just felt really out of sorts. And she was like, come on, we go and we'll just say, and excuse me, I must say they were lovely. Like they were really nice. And I was showing them the stories and they're like, well done. And there was a lady talking to me and then they recorded it. And they, they made me email them the the video and you're like we're going to send it out to everyone like I watched them do it and they're like well done for coming in and I was like and in the city page that would be very rare and Kaya have, have you got Spanish I mean have you picked up Spanish since you moved there Um, I'm able to uh, I'm able to communicate no bother yeah good you know good. what I mean but it was just it's yeah. just so exhausting it's just so exhausting and like, in general I mean I know you don't get home to Cork very much so you've no idea really I suppose what Cork is like these days but no, I've no well I came I came back a few weeks ago but I was in West Cork like I was at yeah. Chicks yeah. so I don't know what it's like but I know what it is to be a woman like and it yeah. doesn't matter where, where any city like my whole point is that like I was able to get help and I think this narrative that we've adapted of saying like not all men and not all men and I said that yesterday I know but it's not all men but the men that are good help us yeah because we can't do it alone because they're not going to come for you they're going to come for us because we are the more vulnerable sex you know what I mean and yeah. like even last night PJ I was having great crack in the pub like it was really fun because everything's been lifted now it's the first kind of month where it's a little bit back to normal and they're all having a lock and they were like Kyla stay stay and I was like no because I know if I go home at a certain time if something happens it'll be my fault you know what I mean they'll be like why are we out that late why are we having drinks like so it's just this constant alertness and awareness that we just have to have and if we have allies in men like we're never ever going to be able to combat this alone yeah we're just not like and then having an ally in a man and that sense of security and safety of just having someone who's physically as strong as the other person say I got you like or like don't worry it's so reassuring and and these guys the, the, the guy that, that came to your assistance and, and fair play yeah. to him like he's a fellow yeah. he, what is he he's just a homeless guy who lives they're, they're just three lads that sleep outside the church but I moved in here we've had we've awful Catholics they're a good laugh like we've developed a lovely little relationship and the minute they saw me running up the road like they knew straight away because they're good like they're, I mean this isn't the whole point is like everyone's like oh my god thank god for your man thank god like I mean, this should be the norm yeah should, you should help me if, if I'm running or if I'm fear or if I'm afraid like like this isn't I mean he's done an amazing thing and I appreciate him so much but isn't it just on the same side of it you're like oh, this guy it's this isn't heroic behavior this is like just a good 
basic human being. Like, yeah, this yeah. is just you caring about your fellow man. Like, this shouldn't be uh, a heroic stance in society that, oh, I didn't get raped or I didn't get touched up or I didn't get attacked or robbed. Yeah, like you know, it's just that's what I'm saying. It's just this this thing, and and as, as much as we continue to say this thing about not all men, like I know I love men. Like, I know it's not all men, but you have to not only say, okay, I'm not a rapist or I'm not a pervert. That's mm-hmm. not enough. And it's not always like, the, it's not always like the big, creepy, scary guy or it's not. And a lot of the time it's opportunity. And another thing as well is that because it's like, when you do come forward, these these things do happen. They're not recognized as crimes. Like, and there's so many languages where rape and sexual assault, there's no words for them. You know, so they're not even recognized this thing. So it's just this constant, like women come forward when I talk about this on my stories and I do comedy, like, you know, my yeah. page is usually fun or whatever. But every time I touch on this subject, it's like women are like, you know, that this happened to me or this guy wouldn't let me pass through the doorway or he's at work. And like he would open the door for me, but he stand really close to me. I'm like, you have the right to use your voice and ask for boundaries to be put in place so that you're comfortable in your working environment. And just because you're a female and we're taught as females to be nice and kind and gentle, but in the world we live in today, is it not proven that that now is impossible because we're not teaching the men not to rape or to be aggressive. We have to teach the females to get strong and to use their voice. And it's terrifying, PJ. Like, it's not easy to stand up to someone even last night and say, hey, what are you doing? Because it's scary because I don't want to get hurt. And I don't care how strong I am. I'm never going to overpower him because he's just a man and they're just stronger. Tell me, Kyla, were, like, were, were, were you scared for a second that he might just turn? Of course. Yeah. I was scared. I was terrified. I was so scared. And usually, do you know what I carry? I carry a torch, like a really, and that's actually some great advice for anyone living in the city. Get a mountain torch. You get a small hand torch with a really bright light. You can shine it in someone's eyes and it just gives you that 30 second of blindness to run the opposite direction. And I always carry that bloody torch. And then Murphy's Law, I didn't have it in my hand because I was literally walking from Melbourne to Gothico. So like 10 minute walk. And I was like, walk you up. And I saw your man and I was like, oh, here we go now, like, I was saying that's so, but like just having the torch in my hand usually is enough to run away. But like when he came up to me and he stopped, like it's that moment, like it's like if anyone, even as a man, if someone stops and looks at you and squares up to you, like your body goes into a fearful reaction or like fight or flight. Yeah. You know, and like I maybe years ago would have been one to run, but now I'm like, I am actually so over this thing of having to wonder or be afraid or be square. I was like, what are you going to do to me? Like, because this is what's going to happen. Either me and you are going to go into fisticuffs so that I can protect my body, which is my home. This is all I have is my, my body and my health. So if you're threatening that, I have to do something. And whether that be run away and I didn't, I couldn't run away because he was on a bloody bike or I stand there and act like a tough one, which I'm not. I live a very peaceful life. You know, and it's it's really scary. And as I said, PJ, I'm a very confident person and I know I am and I'm very able to communicate and use my words and set down boundaries. But I know that there's so many women, as I said, who've been taught to be kind and be gentle and to give the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, no, that's not the word anymore. We're not, and that just shows it yesterday. Can't afford it. No, you just can't because it's either your kindness and what they think of you as a female, that you're not feminine enough or it's getting attacked and raped. And that's it. And people don't even use the word rape. People are terrified to say rape. 
that's what it is. Yeah. It's rape. You know what I mean? Anything where these women are being attacked and they're being abused, you are coming into my personal space and you are hurting me. And that is not fair. And why are you doing that? The only reason you're doing that is because you're physically stronger than me because you're by no means by no means more emotionally intelligent than me or by no means more spiritual than me or any other thing the only reason you have an advantage over me is because you know you're physically stronger than me and that is not fair that's not fair like that that, that they can do that you know like yeah it's it, it, you, 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 like giving it to you no PJ, no 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 <laughs> listen no you 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 express it better than than I ever could even think it, and, and and thank you for thank you for that. But just for you know, in in a couple of months' time, people are yeah. going to start heading to the beautiful city of Barcelona for holidays yeah. and breaks. Yeah, they yeah. will they will be half afraid listening to you, Kyla, that the place is terribly dangerous. Is it? It's not terribly dangerous, but it's a big city, and there's a lot of people, PJ. And the more people you have, the more crime there is, and that's just fact you know and i would love to sit here and be like carry prepper spray and do this and do that don't don't go into the well light area take the long route home get have always have money for a taxi and just don't get too drunk and i would love to i would love to go out and have a gray night and get langers and have a bit of crack but you just can't anymore because even if you are the first question they're going to ask you is if you were drunk yeah. so that's your fault so just when you go on your of course enjoy your holiday but just be hyper aware be paranoid over the top isn't it terrible that you have to give someone that advice i know but you're like it's either that or you know or put yourself in a situation where you know you have to be ready to fight as i said for your home for your body for your physical health i mean it's just and your mental health the effects that happen after something like this see being afraid walking into the home i pay my rent and i'm afraid to put my key in the door if i'm not quick enough I go to work every day and I do everything on my own and I have to be afraid because I haven't got, I'm not strong enough physically. Like it's exhausting and I'm so tired of every time that it happens, we have to talk about how the good men feel. All right, we get it, but help us. Like it's just, honestly, it's so, and that guy last night helping me, I was like, you are just, you know that relief of like, you just, it's holding your breath, walking towards your house. You're just holding, and I'm not walking down some dark alley, PJ. Like I'm walking to my apartment block, yeah, where there's lights and people and everything. Yeah, like, and I know because I see your videos. You live in a lovely place. I do. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I have a lovely little home. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, and I, and now he knows where I live. Oh. So that's there. So that 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 emotional fear that happens after any sort of encounter, whether it be attack or whether it be like what happened to me yesterday night, that emotional fear that we feel as females is so frustrating because we know that we're more intelligent than them and we know we don't deserve to feel like that, but we have to feel like that because again, we're just not physically strong enough to defend ourselves sometimes. You know, or like, and it's like not wearing your earphones and not putting your bag in your back and tying up your hair. And it's like, you're getting ready for battle every time you walk outside the door. You know, like it's just, it really is. It's exhausting. And, and like that poor girl, Ashley, God rest her soul. It was four o'clock in the day, like. It was four o'clock in the day. Tell, like, what, what is going on? I know. I know. That, that, What's and, going on? And I don't think anybody has the answers, Kyla. No. But the one thing we can do, uh, PJ, is change the narrative and work together. We have to work together and stop defending. I understand what it must feel like as a man to be told, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. And I, it's, it, we, we, but it's re-educating them and saying, no, no, we know you're not like that and we appreciate that, but you, can't, you don't deserve a medal for that. Yeah. What you need to do is be on my side. 
Yeah. You got to be on my side and help me when this gets difficult and be there for me. And I saw there's some lads in Cork are doing self, uh, free self-defense class for women. And like, this is the stuff, this proactive, not just the narrative of talking and talking, show us, help us, be there for us. We need you. We can't like, there's no way, like we can be as strong as we want, PJ. We need ye to help us. And it cannot be one against the other because this is nothing to do with men. This is monsters. These, these people are monsters. This isn't testosterone or male behavior. This is someone who's sick in their mind and gets a thrill from hurting other human beings. And when you take gender out of that and you see it from the bigger picture, you see how distracting it is when you make it about men and women, blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's bad people. And we need us to gather together in a little bit of camaraderie and help each other out so that we all feel safe. Kyla, I'm, I'm going to leave you go at that. But okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's great to talk to you again. It's been so long. That is. I'm sorry. It's yeah, you're grand under these circumstances. Mm-hmm. You, you and I are threatening to have a pint together since you sat in, stu- in studio. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, we, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do that later in the year. It's great yeah, to talk yeah. to you. And stay, stay safe. And thank goodness thank for your you. friend downstairs. I know. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Happy thing to uh, Do you want to say hello to your mammy? Hi, I'm on Macabre. Oh, it's my sister Turner. <laughs> Look after yourself, Kyla. Take care, girl. Bye, bye, bye. She was very upset still when we were speaking uh, last night. It's in her apartment in, in a beautiful part of Barcelona. She she videos about it from time to time. But you know, she she voices so well the way we need to change the change in attitude that we need. And she voices so well that it's just not acceptable for any of us to stand silent anymore. We have to act. And it's part of why Cork's 96 of M and the Irish Sun has launched this campaign asking you to call out unacceptable words or actions which show disrespect to women. Because, as Kyla says, it's, it's, it's only when we all act together that we can make a meaningful change. Cork's 96 FM.